Welcome to Pushing Forward with Alicia, a podcast that gives disability a voice. Each week, we will explore topics like confidence, ambition, resilience, and finding success against all odds. We are creating a collective community that believes that all things are possible for all people. Open hearts, clear paths, let's go. Welcome back to Pushing Forward with Alicia. I'm Alicia Anderson. We are talking about travel, the travel industry, accessibility, how it is to travel as a disabled person. This has been a hot topic this year in the news over and over, whether it's damage to a wheelchair or inaccessibility to getting on a plane or so many other things. And this week there was this story that was all over the news. It went viral on TikTok. The story was titled Disabled Beyonce Fan Misses Show After Airline Can't Fit His Wheelchair on the Plane. Ableism Strikes Again. Dun, dun, dun. Ableism strikes a lot in the travel industry, we find, as well. So we thought we would share a little perspective on that today. I've invited Marty on, my husband and business partner. He's my road warrior, my travel companion. We travel from every corner of the state doing our thing, working the stages, making some impact. So I thought we could share this conversation today because we've seen so much of this in our lives, the challenges and the beauties. Wow. Uh, Yeah, there is so much ableism in the travel industry. Uh, It's everywhere you turn, really. And uh, it starts with... uh, all the challenges of uh, the extra um, work that the uh, people go through to load us on the plane and all the things that it requires for us to get through to that process. But it really uh, has so many layers. I mean, just you and I, when we travel together, I can stand up and, and, and kind of hop around and uh, sometimes that throws people off. Am, am I really disabled? Am I walking around? Or do I need my wheelchair? So there's that skepticism layer. And I'm sure that many other disabilities face that type of uh, scrutiny. And the burden, the extra work, it often leads to uh, a lack of caring, I think, that when it, it comes to us sometimes. And it's a mixed bag. Sometimes we have some really cool people that are involved trying to get us on the planes and get us through the process. And then there's other times that uh, uh, it's it's definitely not that. For us, we've traveled on many different carriers, and we've noticed that there's not a standardized process. So when it comes to inspecting the chairs, getting the tags set up for the chairs, getting us through to the gate, uh, every single step of the way can be a little different at each carrier, right? I mean, I think travel is tough. Travel for me is always a negotiation. It's having to give up something to gain it. Um, And typically it's a piece of my independence. So if we're talking about airline travel specifically, you know, being asked to have your wheelchair taken away and put under with the bags, uh, be rolled onto a plane by another human being, usually a stranger on a, on a chair, being on a plane that doesn't have accessible bathrooms. Um, There's a lot of things that we have to, be willing to give up to gain the privilege of traveling. And I think it's pretty powerful that 
finally in our society, we're starting to see stories that are bringing to light some of the challenges that have been historically there. There's, there's a ton of barriers. I think we should talk about what some of those are, but the biggest barriers in my opinion is that the travel industry and specifically airline travel was not built with the disabled consumers perspective in mind. So all of the infrastructure, whether it's the planes or TSA or shuttles being inaccessible, whatever it might be to get us from point A to point B was not necessarily built with accessibility in mind. And so you feel like, like you were saying, we're this constant afterthought. How are we going to get them on the plane? Oh, you're going to ask me to go to the bathroom. How are you going to do that? Can you walk? You know, there's just these challenges continually to find some resemblance of, of, I guess, an accomplishment of achieving travel from our perspective. And like you said, it's, uh, it's hard and it feels like there's some lack of decency at times from our perspective, because we're put in a pretty vulnerable position. Give up your independence, give me your wheelchair and be reliant on a stranger and hope that that stranger is trained in the right way to help you go to the bathroom if you need to do the most personal things that you can think of as a human being. We talk about ableism, but again, it's the uh, belief or the preference or the accommodating those with typical abilities over those without typical abilities or disabilities. So as you're saying, Alicia, like we have been an afterthought. We're kind of like a a fix at the end of, of the production line. And it's never been a part of it. And so that's where it leads to these these cases where you hear about disability advocates starting to speak up, uh, as we are in all different realms of of, uh, society, but specifically here in the travel industry, because travel is so important to our lives nowadays. As we are running our business, we have to travel from city to city, and it's something to go from our homes that we work so hard for and uh, our cars and all the independence and everything that we've built up and to show up at the, at the airport. And the second that we get out of our car, uh, we start noticing that things are different, that we get funny stares that shuttle drivers will wave and, and pass by, or they'll stop and they'll say, Hey, uh, we, you got to wait for the next one or uh, we don't have room for you on this one. Or it's, hold on, we're going to move every single body on this shuttle and uh, everybody knows you're coming on. And then there's processes in place that are somewhat inhumane and in that they want to strap you down. And it's a 4.5 point uh, system that is is complete overkill in many instances. But uh, we can't speak for all disabilities, but... For us, especially, it's it's we we try to break those barriers down every chance we get. Let's talk about what what are the um, specific things that you think is bringing this ableism into the travel industry. I mean, I think it's societal perception on disability being a them problem and not an us problem. And the reality is, disability 
we say it all the time on the show. It's, it's our common ground. It's not the thing that separates us. It's one in four of us. We were looking up statistics that in 2019, 27 million people with disabilities traveled by air. In 2022, $58 billion were spent by the disabled consumer traveling. This is a huge percentage of our society that is being ignored in accommodations. We're paying the same amount of money, if not more. And to go through so many more hurdles, leaps and hurdles, and overcoming so many more boundaries and blockers to do the same thing as somebody that is able-bodied. And we're talking about basic human rights, like being able to go to the bathroom on a plane or being able to order a ride share and them not passing you by and leaving you stranded or arriving at your destination on the plane and they bring your wheelchair up to you and it's missing the front wheel. Broken. Yeah. Completely broken. Looking at equipment like it's a piece of luggage. Any of us can travel anywhere on a vacation. And if your luggage is lost for a week, that entire week, you can go buy new clothes and you can move on. That story of the wheel missing, that was my vacation, a girl's weekend, where I had to pop a wheelie for three days because the front wheel of my wheelchair was missing that keeps me balanced. And this is a big, big problem from a consumer standpoint. It's discrimination. Yeah. You know, I don't think, uh, and I believe you think the same thing, that that airline industries are not intentionally trying to be bad or mistreat people with disabilities. I think that because of the ableism of the system in preferring that typical uh, ability over any other abilities, and the lack of foresight in all the development and planning and processing in creating the planes and the structure that's in place for loading us on and off and all the things that we go through. It's just due to the unfamiliarity of these businesses and uh, organizations and airports and everybody else with disability, even though they're getting better all the time, they're learning about it uh, 100%. I think that that's kind of where those stigmas and biases kind of have folded into the process. It's a lack of it's a lack of infrastructure. And because there's so many different people working in so many different departments that have to face the challenges of finding a way to fit us into a system that is completely inaccessible. And they're facing the time deadlines and trying to make maximize the dollars that they're bringing in the door for their companies. And all of this <laughs> we just talked about on our last trip. You're listening to Pushing Forward with Alicia. If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O dot com. Click on speaking. Welcome back to Pushing Forward. I'm Alicia. We are talking about travel, the travel industry, accessibility. I've invited Marty on, my husband and business partner. 
Yeah, so we just were at an event, a conference. I was a keynote at a conference and we were asked to give our disabling ableism keynote to the Society of Collegiate Travel and Expense Management. This was a massive opportunity. And when I had my first meeting with them and we were talking about some of my experiences in travel, this was a pitch meeting that I actually got emotional on when I was explaining to them the nuances and the things that we have to face that put us in a, in a situation of being very vulnerable. Um, and so it was my honor. It was our honor to have some presence at this conference to make an impact. And there was 200 or 300 different universities there who handle all of the expense travel for their university. And then, you know, their vendor partners were every travel company that you could think of, every airline, every hotel, ride share, all of that. And we had this opportunity to give this keynote and talk about our experiences in travel and, there was literally people gasping in the audience when they were hearing some of the stories. And when we got done with our keynote, we were approached by company after company, after company, after company, wanting to talk about it more. And what was surprising to me is a lot of the content that we were giving them felt like it was new to them. And so I think one of the biggest barriers is we need to be talking about this topic more, we need to be educating organizations and companies on the benefits of accessibility, the benefits of uh, and return on investment of including a huge, massive part of our society, the disabled community, that $60 billion that's coming through the door and how we start to do better in bringing some humanity to this process and bringing accessibility into the travel industry. They said that uh, they don't get standing ovations very often, but you got them. And it was fun to speak with a lot of the uh, the different people afterwards, uh, representing all these organizations, colleges, and all the people that are doing the travel and everything. And everyone agreed, we're at a very exciting time in the travel industry. You know, there's a lot of innovation going on and there's a lot of things happening and it's almost at a point where we're trying to recreate. And so for us to be able to deliver the message that accessibility, baking it in as a philosophy and not an afterthought uh, leads to innovation and leads to creativity, leads to so many new solutions and all these things was exciting. Uh, and so travel is just so important, but um you know, we like to talk about pushing forward and we like to talk about what's next. We like to talk about where can we go from here and how do we get there? So what do you think an ideal situation would look like? We'd like to see more accessibility. We'd like to see product services, infrastructure, technologies, the travel industry built to take all abilities in mind. So whoever the consumer is, is receiving an equitable experience. And we're starting to see some of those things happen in newer legislation that's been released. This year, the U.S. Department of Transportation put out legislation that's going to require airline laboratories to be more accessible for wheelchair users within the next 10 years, which is a long time away. And we'll see how how that all go, goes, but that's hopeful. And when Pete Buttigieg was discussing this legislation, I can quote him saying, we are proud to announce this rule will make airline restrooms larger and more accessible, ensuring travelers with wheelchairs are afforded the same, keyword same, 
access, another keyword, and dignity, major keyword. Receiving dignity as consumers of travel in public. This is so important. We all deserve to have dignity, whether we are traveling or we are at work or we are making our way in society. And it starts with giving access of independence. And that comes through accessibility in every way, shape, and form of it. So this is a super important topic. And I think we're going to keep seeing so much more on it as the years go by. And I'm hopeful that that and excited that we're starting to see some of these very important conversations and advocacy come out of so many movements in front of our eyes today. Yeah, along with that exciting news about uh, having restrooms that will be accessible, we've seen stories in in the newspapers and uh, airline carriers starting to develop seats where you can roll your wheelchair right on to the plane and sit in your wheelchair uh, throughout the flight. For me, I'd love to see it be a more seamless process, that everybody is doing the same thing, that we don't need to be isolated into a pre-boarding or this type of situation where it creates that us versus uh, them mentality, but rather allow for us to just board the plane at the same time as everyone else. But that would require that the aisle would be wide enough for us to make it all the way down the plane, that each seat would be accessible in the fact that we could just push our chair to it and hop right over or transfer in there or if we chose to sit in our, our wheelchair, have the seat uh, go up and, and we just cruise right in. All of those types of things would be amazing. When you think about the TSA experience and how we often have to wait to be brought through and patted down uh, in a very uh, strange manner. Uh, strange and it, invasive. It would be great if they had those machines that were wide enough or accommodated a wheelchair to just go in there and and, and let's put our hands in the air like everybody else. And uh, uh, why not? There's so many opportunities for innovation, for accessibility, especially in the travel industry. I think we're going to be seeing a lot more to come. So this is exciting and we need to just keep using our voices and get in front of more of these travel companies because that we definitely saw the impact this last week. And that was very exciting. I am so grateful that our business is giving us these personal experiences to see what is working, where we could do better. And the reality is travel brings so much joy to all of our lives and we all deserve it. And I'm so happy that you and I have this experience to go create some opportunities for organizations. And in that, we got to do some traveling around. So Marty, as we wrap this up, what's the pushing forward moment? Well, I think the pushing forward moment here in the travel is uh, do the best you can with a smile. And even though things may not go the way that you like it, sometimes you really need to uh, have compassion for one another out there. You need to be able to just do what you have to to get through the day. And uh, it's best to do it with a smile, not be grumpy. And it's okay to ask for accommodations. It's okay to ask questions as to why people need to be able to give honest answers and have the ability to have those discussions to continue this movement in accessibilizing transportation. Well, Alicia, I'd like to turn it around on you this time and see what you have to say. 
I think the pushing forward moment when it comes to air travel is that we need to start looking through a wider lens. We need to start seeing people of all abilities. We need to understand that to do any better, we have to be willing to put in a lot of hard work together. But we're also going to realize and see that there's a lot of hard work that we need to do, but how much easier it can be done when we do it together. I like it. Thank you so much to all of our listeners and our Pushing Forward community that is out there. We see you every single week showing up for us. Please share this podcast within your own communities and within your own circles so we can continue to grow. We are in what? 22 countries. And uh, Marty, thanks for being the best road warrior that a girl could ask for. I love you. I love you too. All right. Until next time, this is Pushing Forward with Alicia. And that is how we roll. If you're an employer looking to motivate and inspire your team through the power of diversity and inclusion and learn more about disability inclusion in the workplace and how to include disability into your DEI efforts, please check out my keynote speech offerings on aliciaanderson.com. That's A-L-Y-C-I-A Anderson with an O dot com. Click on speaking.